Вы смотрите слишком много фильмов. Welcome to You Should Watch This Documentary. A podcast about documentaries. Obviously. With your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Jess McDonald. Everybody. Hey! Hi again! Welcome to You Should Watch This Documentary. It's crazy. We're all wearing the same clothes we were two weeks ago. Weird. Um, what? Because <laughs> this comes out in two weeks. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Crazy. I'm sorry, I don't get jokes. Oh, it's <laughs> I should have made that clear. I don't tell them that often, so I'm not really good at them. <laughs> so, that's all. Mon Rock, welcome back. Thank you. This is your second episode in a row. We appreciate you being here. I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Jess, how's it going? Pretty good. Good. This is fun. We're having fun. We just ate a- Neither of us want to d- know what to do in the intro. We just awkwardly <laughs> stare at each other as you yeah. carry, carry on. It's hot. Yeah, it's Hi. Hard to- uh, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hello. Hello. Uh, we did it. We are here again. We ate Hello. two weeks from now. Yes, in two weeks. Thank you. We ate some cookies in the interim. That was good. Those cookies were out of control. Angie's a great baker. Unbelievable. Those cookies are famous on this podcast network. Oh, my God. They're so good. They're so good. We did a backyard comedy show a while back, a couple weeks ago, and brought some of those. Yep, they, they started. Were a hit. They were they were great. Yeah. Good times. Anyway, so what are we talking about today? <laughs> Documentaries, obviously. Betting on zero. The herbal life documentary or the anti-herbal life yeah. documentary. Yeah. I guess is a better way to put it. It was directed by Ted Braun. That's useless information I like to lead every one of these off with. <laughs> Who directed this documentary? That like never matters unless it's Michael Moore. Or someone you recognize. Well, it mattered but, last time because she starred in it too. So yeah, that's true. But Ted Braun is not in this. No, it was released in 2016. The synopsis from their official site: Hedge fund titan Bill Ackman is on a crusade to expose global nutrition giant Herbalife as the largest pyramid scheme in history. While Herbalife executives claim Ackman is a market manipulator out to bankrupt them. It currently holds a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, just like Get Out. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and not unlike Get Out, it's quite a quite the horror story targeting minorities. Yeah. I mean, among other things, it, it, it hits on a lot of... But it really hits hard on that. Yeah, yeah. And that was... Taking advantage of poor people. Ooh. Yep. That was, that, that was the... That's the overall thesis yeah, of this documentary. That's the message. Yeah. So, what did everyone think? Like, what was your general thoughts? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did it make you mad? It made me mad. It was a good documentary, but it made me mad. Yeah. In the beginning, I mean, I loved the conflict within myself as to who do I trust. Like, you yeah. don't really know. Right. Is it the CEO of Herbalife or is it the hedge fund guy? Like, which right. one of these rich white men is evil? Yeah. Is it one yeah. of them? Is it both of them? <laughs> yeah. 
doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, it it was really suspect because of the like his aim was ultimately to make money. Like he, like his. But then he said he was going to give it all away to charity, and then he said that he was going to give it to the Latino community, but that was unclear. Yeah, it was a little wishy-washy where the money was going to go. But he said he was going to give it away halfway through the documentary. So right, was that always right. the intent or was he slimy to begin with? Right. And and basically his his plan in a nutshell was to expose enough unsavory information about Herbalife to the point that their stocks tanked and he was going to short these stocks, which means you buy them at a certain price thinking that they're going to uh, the price will drop dramatically in the future. And then you can resell them at the at that price, and then keep the profits or something like that. It's just a way to make money when companies fail. Yeah, you're betting on their failure right. essentially. If you've seen The Big Short, yeah, same thing. But right. he plays he plays an imperative role also in negative PR, right? For Herbalife, right. so it's almost like he's trying to take single handedly take the company down himself, right? Because think, and you don't know like what is it for him like it's, it's unclear is it is it a f- for financial gain or is it a moral issue that he has he says What's it's a moral his, issue he, but it doesn't but, really read through that it is that's just because he's rich and white he right. doesn't know how to seem sincere to seem sincere right. <laughs> yeah there it is yep yeah once you're rich you lose that yeah yeah he may have had it as a kid but no more <laughs> no more Bill Ackman yeah it's he he does present himself as kind of a moral crusader who's out or he could be the fixing. devil and you don't know yeah i mean he so. could the only difference is with the companies he mentioned he'd done this to before I had never heard of them, so I didn't give a shit. I had never heard of Herbalife. Oh, you'd never heard? No. See, that's, I went into it knowing a little about how, how much of a scam Herbalife is. So I was probably a little biased toward his side of and the story. And then I watched it with my husband and found out that he had bought a starter package from Herbalife. <laughs> and I was like, I want a divorce. <laughs> oh, Wow. Is he in business now? Do you own a couple? No, cafes? he was 16 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I knew. I worked at a telemarketing place in my uh, late teens, early 20s, and there was a guy there who sold the shit out of Herbalife just to people in that call center. Oh, man. And he uh, he turned yellow at one point <laughs> because he was drinking some product of his, and he would drink it every morning, and this motherfucker turned yellow. And just came into work, and we were like, hey, is your liver failing? What's going on? And he was like, no, it's this thing I've been taking. I didn't realize. You crazy motherfucker. And people still botched shit. I would not buy that. No. Why would you do that? Yeah. It it was crazy. It just looks scammy. I mean, to me, it's so obvious. The whole pyramid scheme. I remember when I first moved to L.A., uh, someone invited me. They're like, oh, there's a great business opportunity. You should come with me. It was a friend of mine. So I was, just, you know, I was young. I was not doing anything. I was like, sure, whatever. And I went, and it was like in some conference room in the Hollywood and Highland Renaissance Hotel. Oh, boy. And then they just, just played this video where it's like, money, cash, bitches, Lamborghinis. And I was <laughs> like, what is this? I am out of here. <laughs> How do people see that and think, "Oh, that could be me one day"? Are, are you an Are you an idiot? I don't I don't understand how 
That happened I in mean, my in my hometown. There was like a sweep of this thing called Verve, and yeah. it was like or Vima. I, one or the one was the product, and one was the company. I can't remember which was which, but it like overtook all of the people in my age group who hadn't gone to college from my hometown. And so they're all like shitting on us college kids because we're like going to classes and stuff, and they're like, and we're gonna be rich and like driving our BMWs, and you're still gonna be in <laughs> class. And I was like, good luck. Good luck with that. Are they all rich now? No, they're so poor as shit. Oh wow! <laughs> you got hit on by Wait, an Amway I thought you gr- I, here, right? I yeah, thought I, you grew up in Connecticut. I did. <laughs> there's there's a lot of poverty in Connecticut. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We did one. Of, I think was it the first one of these we did? Second one. Oh, was, it uh, was my dream to grow up in Connecticut. I had no idea. Yeah, it's not. It's there's a there's a big disparity between the two two halves there. Yeah. A lot of heroin. Yeah, a lot of a heroin. Lot of heroin in like. Big, yeah. big heroin, and not like the cool rock star. That's a new heroin. problem, though, with uh, up there, right? Aren't there all these small towns just getting completely it's, taken by? It's a new problem because yeah. now they talk about it, but um, it's been going on for like decades. Yeah, yeah. The Northeast is a big yeah. heroin corridor. Yeah, they like to party. You know, there's not much else to do. There's nothing to say? do. So, I get it, though. Oh, I, I shouldn't go off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot why we were here. <laughs> Carry on, Adam. So, Jess, you got solicited by an Amway salesman on the way here, right? I did. I did. He was my Lyft driver on the way here. And, uh, yeah, uh, he was... <laughs> Lyfts, Ubers. By the way... I don't know what else I was going to say. I, I checked pyramid schemes. <laughs> I checked the Herbalife stock. It's at $75. That's still pretty good, right? It's not zero. Oh, true. So, this is true. Because it was this guy can't cash in. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that that's one of I think the most frustrating parts of this documentary is he keeps building up this presentation he's going to give where he's like, "This is going to be it. It's going to be the death knell for." Herbalife. I love the confidence that he has. Yes, that was so hot to me. <laughs> I was like, "I think I'm going to into this guy," where, especially when uh, when the other guys. Well, okay, he goes, "But if it does go up, what's our plan? What are we going to say to people? What are we going to do?" He's like, "Absolutely not. Not even. Yeah, not even a possibility." And then yeah. it does. And then it does. It does go oh. up because one of the <laughs> other big subjects in this documentary jumps in and that's Carl Icahn or Icon I can I don't know which one it is I don't is. either I know the like spelling that's about it I don't yeah. know the phonetics He basically jumped in and invested in Herbalife solely because he had a grudge against Bill Ackman Yeah <laughs> Yeah which is like kind of hilarious Yeah it's kind of like <laughs> kind of hilarious just... and also kind of baller <laughs> Yeah it's like oh you want to do something you have a dream. I'm just gonna just shut down the entire operation, yeah. just because I can, because I'm rich. Amazing. That was that was a, he's one of the big investors in Lyft, and he's also an advisor to Trump. Yep. So I loved when the whole delete Uber thing was going around, and it's like, really, you're gonna use Lyft? That's better. As yeah. soon as he he came on the thing, I my initial thought was like, oh, this guy's like a Trump guy. I immediately identified him as that kind of guy and then I was all team Ackman after that because yeah. I just yeah. felt like he was clearly he came in like a super villain yeah like he really did yeah yeah, yeah. he really did <laughs> and yeah. even the way he spoke and his demeanor I mean he was he was like a bully yeah. he was like a Trump guy yeah he's the kind of guy you can tell if he was like the president of a company that made products and someone came in and was like our products killing people his first question would be like 
How many? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. talking yeah. like hundreds or thousands because yeah. if it's only a few, fuck them. Yeah, it's fine. Yep. Like he was—he's a very unsavory character. But those were, to me, those were the two most interesting people in the documentary by far. Yeah, yeah. Were Ackman and Icahn. Did anyone else have any? any I like Julie too. Which one was Julie? Julie the, the 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 activist. Oh, the woman? activist. I really, yeah. We don't remember really the woman. Her. Didn't you learn anything from the last podcast? <laughs> yeah. You're right. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> So then why are we talking? This is now fully a men's rights activist podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's, called, it's called Mon Rights Activist. I'm changing, I'm changing my, my Twitter. Uh, what do you call your little bio thing? The handle? Yeah, the handle. Men's Rights Activist. <laughs> Mon Rock. I'm into it. Do yeah, it. I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The activist was interesting. That, that was kind of the parallel uh, plot to this is... They were detailing all of the ways Herbalife is so huge in like the Hispanic community. Yeah. And that, well, for one thing, we should backtrack a little. I, I really like the part where they explain how making money on Herbalife works. And they get to, because it's a pyramid scheme, it's multi-level marketing. And they point out that to get to the highest level of uh, Herbalife sales, you have to sell to more people than exist in the world. Right, right. Which I, there was a, a sitcom called Better Off Ted yes. where that was a plot. Yep. Where they were like, uh, to keep doing this, we're going to have to employ everyone in the world. And like the CEOs are like, yeah, and? And he's like, and he's like we won't have enough parking. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, we can't do that. And like this, someone at Herbalife had to have at some point done this math and someone like yeah but if you're the first couple of guys in then it, yeah, yeah then you're fine <laughs> then it, you're fine yeah it's they they talk a lot about the those cafes that people set up i think which, i saw one on the way here yeah. i saw something that was like greened out and there was like nothing that said what the storefront was for and that's what they looked like in the documentary and i was like yeah is that an herbalife cafe can i go in like They're, you're not allowed to put herbalife on the sign or anywhere in the store like you're not allowed to put health on the bill. Like which once you hear that, like that's, that's not, so weird. Right. That's not a good business. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because they're not allowed to make claims about the health benefits of their products. They because they don't have any health right. benefits. Right. Right. Because the FDA basically came in and was like, Stop it. <laughs> Stop telling people to eat this shit. So now they have all these people opening these cafes. And that was one of the other most interesting uh, subjects to me was the the guy, he was like in the South. It was the, like the one white dude who was selling Herbalife <laughs> in the South. I love that guy and his moral compass. Man. His moral he compass. Was great. And his fucking, like that guy should be running businesses yeah. for a living because he was like, look, I started these Herbalife cafes because they were opening everywhere. And lots of storefronts means lots of money, I assume, which normally, yes. <laughs> and he was like, all I had was this Mustang that I put up for collateral. And immediately I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> he's going to lose that Mustang. But he didn't. He just flipped his Herbalife stores into vape shops. What a winner. American <laughs> dream. Yes. Love that like, guy. Oh, there's another fad I can jump on right now. Even better. Yeah, I love I loved his spirit. He was like, I'm not gonna I suffered through this. I'm not gonna knowingly put someone else in that position. Yeah. 
Because they and they yeah they show at the beginning of his interview he's clearly in a stock room of some sort and I'm like is he still selling this right, shit yeah and then they show a dude like doing vape tricks with fucking <laughs> yeah. clouds of smoke and it's like oh that guy gets it <laughs> so he's the one example of someone yeah. who didn't have their life completely destroyed but in this documentary you hear so many stories of people who put up their money and just lost it immediately. There's the one woman when they're at like that rally and she's like, my husband won't stop telling me that I owe him $7,000. Yeah. Oh my God. Give him 10 and have him spend the other three on a divorce. He yeah. seems like a monster. What a jerk. Yeah. That was really sad. Yeah. There was, there was a lot of that and it was, that was a frustrating kind of disconnect between the people who when Ackman was giving these presentations, there were like there was that one guy who was like, so everyone's wrong and you're right. And yeah. was just grilling the shit out of him. And it's like, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like he is right about this company and what it does. And you hear them defend it. And they're like, we're giving jobs to communities that don't have them. It's like, no, you're taking more money out of communities that don't have money. Right. Yeah. And it's a fucking despicable business model. But like, they would say, you know, I mean, how much of the responsibility is kind of on yourself. Like there's so many scams going on right. all the time. There, You have to have common sense in life, I think also, which a yeah. lot of people, I guess, just don't have because to me, it seems obvious. Right. You know, but if your mom didn't tell you about pyramid schemes, how, you know, and how would you know? Right, right. But the difference is <laughs> what Bill Ackman is accusing Herbalife of is not a lot different than what uh, Bernie Madoff did. Like it's that was a yeah. like a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, and those aren't a Ponzi scheme and a pyramid scheme aren't that different. Right, and the difference there is the victims of the Bernie Madoff thing were all rich so they could just each go to court individually and fight for whatever they thought they deserved to get back and a lot of people got money back and the people who got money back got it back at the expense of less wealthy people who invested with Madoff also who didn't have lawyers they could send to go and say hey give our people their fucking money right. back first so like Kevin Bacon got his fucking money back or whoever yeah, it was yeah. but like there were people who were just like middle class people who and happened it was, to or like a, a friend of uh, or I think someone's like assistant at work or yeah. something his like that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, the, yeah his yeah, wife's yeah, yeah, yeah. sister uh. lost all of her life savings to him and like those in those cases, people care. Like people give it's a shit. It's your entire life victims. savings. Some of those people, yeah, right. And it is with these people too, right? Like it's, the one guy who had like his whole construction business, yeah, and then he flipped it around and turned it into an Herbalife shop, and now he has like what nothing, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think he just quit and went back he, into. He did go back into the con construction. I, I missed that part. So yeah. at least he went. But back. I guess their reasoning is just to play devil's advocate. I guess is that they would say you can make money selling Herbalife. You can, but it's just, you just have to dupe other people. Yeah, you just have to be an unscrupulous son of a yeah, bitch that right. doesn't mind lying to people and taking advantage of your friends. <laughs> Let's all sell Herbalife. <laughs> it's so, I mean, wow. Have you ever sold anything? like? Yeah, I don't really want to admit this. 
because I was young too. Oh yeah, and it completely negates everything that I've said about myself. So what far. was it? <laughs> Tell us what it was. I, I'm a scam. I'm a scam. I'm a scam. So I wasn't even really thinking about it when I was doing it. I moved to LA and I was looking for a job on Craigslist. It's like 21 years old. And uh, I saw this thing that said, actors, musicians, blah, 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 earn up to $1,000 a week, whatever. So I went in, and it was this company called Continental Warranty. (laughs) And basically, it was a telemarketing job where we would have to call people and say, hey, uh, did you know that your warranty is about to expire? And it was just like... (laughs) Old people. Oh. Oh. But I quit. I quit. Okay, you're fine. Yeah. They were like, what warranty? They're like, the warranty. You know, the warranty (laughs) on your things. And so we would sell them these car warranties that didn't even really cover anything, but they sounded like they covered something, but it was nothing that was actually expensive. Yeah. It didn't cover the engine. It didn't cover... (laughs) Mirrors, covers yeah, yeah, mirrors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Break a mirror, yeah. replace that. Yeah, yeah. I used to be a telemarketer. I didn't really sell anything shady, though. I would sell, like, I, I would, I sold for a long time premium channels to people who already had cable. And there were a couple times where I was like, I'm clearly talking to the kid here, and I was just like, fuck it, like, <laughs> let the kid buy HBO. His parents will fucking deal with that. The number one. A way that men used to push me off the phone is they would say, well, I'm going to have to discuss this with my wife. And that's how you know you lost the deal. And what they tell you when you're selling stuff is that you're supposed to, like, you're almost supposed to neg the dude at that point. Yeah. And be like, oh, so your wife makes all the decisions. Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) what they tell you. Talk to you later, pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go consult with the old ball and chain. (laughs) Fucking idiots. Listening oh, to your man. wife, and oh, you do the God. same thing if you have a woman. If if it's a woman and she's like, "I got to talk to my husband," it's like, "Do you? <laughs> do you in 2017 need to talk to your husband, or can you just make this decision on your own?" That's so oh, bad. It's like, so no, horrible. he'll beat me savagely. That's... Will he? <laughs> Will he? <laughs> haven't you survived before? Not without this couch, you haven't. You can't let them hang up. <laughs> Deal's yeah. gone. Yeah, they're like three. You have to overcome three objections. Like, no, I don't. I have to just hear no once so I can hang up the phone. And you are not going to fire me because nobody wants this job. You are lucky I show up not drunk. Uh, telemarketing was fun. I was good at it. Okay, but too bad we're talking about Herbalife here. Yeah, so. and Herbalife is garbage. So what was something you learned from this that you didn't know before that it existed for 30 years i thought it was just like another one of the things that like popped up with like social media and stuff like that oh, like all yeah. those girls selling like the, the wraps that make you skinny and stuff like that i just thought it was another one of those things it's been 30 years and that my husband <laughs> <laughs> the man that i have entrusted with my life <laughs> fell for the scam what if he's got a Lamborghini oh you don't God. know about? Oh, my God. He's, he he's was got a so, house with a huge pool. He was so bad with money. Oh, my <laughs> God. Just the worst. Oh, you know what I did buy once was the Carlton Sheets program. You remember Carlton Sheets? He was a guy who was like, listen, I know you have no credit. I know you have no money. 
but you should be buying houses and flipping them for money. And it's like, what? <laughs> and basically, like, I ordered this program, and he's like, look, you just call people who are desperate to sell their house and tell them you'll pay cash, but way less cash than what they're asking. And, like, I don't know how people do it, but apparently it's a successful thing that people do. But I don't know how you just call someone and go, let me give you cash. And then you call a bank, and you're like, I don't have credit, but I'm just paying cash. So it's just going to be like a, like, <laughs> can we just work that out between us like it it was insane but i bought that and studied it for about eight weeks and was like this isn't gonna work i printed up business cards and put the wrong phone number on them like oh i'm not cut out for this i do a lot of that i'm really great at taking standardized tests and getting licenses my real estate license took the lsat gmat gre series <laughs> 7 series 66 never did any job jeez yeah that's a lot of testing <laughs> <laughs> but it, you have so many qualifications i know now. i'm exciting. the most qualified human being in the world <laughs> unemployed all right so if you could make this into a drinking game what would it be i have it written somewhere Oh, one drink for every cheesy ad testimonial and two drinks for every time someone's being shady and a shot every time they show an actual pyramid because they do it several <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, there are lots of shots of pyramids. I would only drink once when all of those Latino people were preying on the Jewish lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was, was so that was the saddest moment for me. It was the saddest yeah. and one of the most fun to watch. Because he was like, Oh, okay. This is yeah. gonna happen now. I'll just stand here. Yeah. It looked really it, uncomfortable. It looked like he was kind of into it though. Yeah, he seemed pretty happy about yeah. it afterwards. He's like, yeah. I've never had that happen yeah. before. It's like, oh. it's like that picture of Jeb Bush. You ever seen that picture of Jeb Bush where he's got like all his supporters around him and it was just after he dropped out of the race? Yeah. And he's got this look on his face like he's about to drop a rap album. It's like, the, <laughs> like oh, my favorite fucking picture of Jeb Bush among all my favorite pictures of Jeb Bush. Probably my top. I would, yeah, I would just drink every time a dream dies. Oh, and pour some out too when that happens. Yeah, pour a little out for or all Or every the time Ackman, I just, it made me really uncomfortable every time he used the word Latinos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, please stop saying that. Is there, an, is just there anything else that you can say? I don't know. Yeah, because you can tell when it he just set made out. made my skin crawl. When he set out on this adventure, he wasn't expecting to have to align yeah, with the Latino yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm Bill Ackman. Oh, I've done this and before. And then he gave that horrible story. He was like, yeah, my great, 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 great grandfather was an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> So I know exactly how you feel. I know feel. exactly how you feel. I was like, oh, no, 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 not this. No, this is not the way. Yeah, that was super awkward. If this was, we forgot to ask this last last time. If this was a movie, who would star in it? Okay. Oh, Bill Ackman is going to be Richard Gere from Pretty Woman, though. Like, it has to be Richard Gere then. Yeah, because it I was like a, it was like a similar character yeah. then. So just like, and yeah, and they have the same job, I think. Yeah, or and similar. Yeah, very yeah. similar jobs, and then and the hair too. He yeah, might have yeah, to wear yeah, like yeah, blue yeah. lenses, but other than that, okay, that was in. mine too. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had Sean Connery for Carl Icahn. Okay, he's Sean Connery's probably a little older, but. Carl Icahn seems like a Sean Connery type. Yeah, I could I could see that. I was thinking Aziz Ansari. <laughs> That's a different pick than mine. 
<laughs> Why is he's on sorry? Is you know, typecasting. So. I'm, no. I'm lost. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I had Willem Dafoe for him, but like, like, oh, yeah. but he has to play him the way that he played the Green Goblin. Like, I want to oh, know yeah. that he's a supervillain. Yeah, you could. I, f- I forgot in the drinking game part. You could also drink every time Carl Icahn says something like vaguely racist or anti-Semitic. Like, cause yeah. Bill, I think Bill Ackman. It was Bill Ackman. He was talking about, and he's giving like a television interview, like over the phone, and he just ends it with like, you, "We used to beat up Jews like that in the schoolyard when I was a <laughs> yeah. kid." It's like, yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, tone it down. I'm gonna rewatch this with some alcohol tonight. You have to. <laughs> yeah. they set you up in the beginning to hate Ackman because remember it opens on him getting a haircut. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, you're like what a douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was at first like him funding the documentary. Also, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, this is very honest. <laughs> it's very honest about how badly you failed at this. But no, it was just someone else documenting it. But yeah, it's 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 a disappointing. Like I did want him to have some impact on yeah Herbalife, and it seems like he's going to because at one point the Justice Department does like hand down some sort of ruling against Herbalife, and like their CEO has to step down. But then, like nothing really ever comes of yeah, it. Yeah, and that w- that was really sad. Yeah, it was sad, but at the same time, Bill Ackman will be fine. There's uh, because I was confused as to what a pyramid scheme actually was because I know there's a lot of those makeup ones. Yeah. But then I guess the difference is they're not trying to recruit other people to sell the product. Right. You're they're just, just they just want you to sell yeah, the product. They're yeah. just selling right. the product. Yeah. Like this case. girl invited me to her house. She's like, I'm selling this makeup brand and I'm having a makeup party or whatever. And if you want to buy, buy. But it's totally up to you. Yeah. That kind of thing. I bought everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know Pampered Chef. I don't know if that's one. Because yeah, there's definitely a difference between like Avon, which was. Yeah, like Avon's a, fine. Well, like mine a, is Beauty Counter. Guys, I'm plugging this. Beautycounter.com. <laughs> all 100% organic <laughs> makeup. Very nice. Non-toxic. I'll probably check it out, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, the, the products are The shampoo and conditioner is insane. <laughs> really good lotion. You still age, unfortunately. <laughs> Because that's life. You but. don't look like it. <laughs> I'm. Allergic. I mean, not since the last time I saw you. Anyway, I'm allergic to Botox, so I just have to go with aging. Ooh, did you find that out the hard way? I did. Whoa. I found that out with a lazy eye for three months. <laughs> three months. Yeah. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty funny too. They yeah. had to recast something that I was in, and it's the only thing I've ever booked. So. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a documentary about this. I'm gonna be the Bill Ackman of Botox now. Get it shut down. Uh, yeah. So beauty counter. All right. Everyone invest in beauty counter. But yeah, I know. Like, there's a like. I know Avon. Like, if you were selling Avon in your neighborhood and you set up your neighbor to also sell it, you're fucking yourself up because they were moving in on your territory. Right. But with Herbalife and stuff, that's what you want. You want like everyone else selling. And that's always a bad sign. Yeah. Like, I got solicited outside of Walmart once to join some multi-level marketing thing where you were selling CDs. It's like, I could go to... Fu- I'm at a you, Walmart. Yeah, you're at Walmart. Like, I'm like, at Walmart, dude. I could just go in here and buy a, CDs. There's a $5 bin. Like, you're yeah. fine. 
They're, yeah, so they're they're all over out there. Ugh. Watch for them. Don't fall for it, America. <laughs> Don't sell Herbalife. Scientology. E- e- life is a pyramid scheme, guys. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there's there's a lot of them. I got recruited to be on this podcast. <laughs> Right, right, <laughs> and you don't. I mean, you don't have to do it anymore. Adam if you can just asked get, me if I knew other any other people that would do it. Yeah, if you can so, get other people under yeah. you also doing the podcast, <laughs> that's what you want. I'm the one doing it wrong. I do all of these podcasts when I should just be doing one and have yeah, people yeah, yeah. under me. Yeah, there you go, holding up my point at the top of the pyramid. See, but now you know. Now I know. Now you can yeah. change everything. Yeah, it all changes today, right, puppy? Oh, she's still down Podcast. <laughs> she's a good puppy. All right. This was fun. We should get out of here. Do we have anything, any final thoughts on uh, betting on just, zero? Just I guess it. don't be poor or you're kind of just screwed yeah. in yeah, life. there it is. In general. Yep. Yeah. The American dream is a lie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's never going to work out. Just things like that. Yeah. yeah. Stop being poor. I think that's... That's kind of the lesson of everything. Yeah, (laughs) That's kind of just the lesson of life. It's the meaning of life. All right. That was a depressing dismount, (laughs) if I've ever seen one. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Not me, no. (laughs) I hate plugging myself because I hate myself. So you can just Google Monrock. Everything's there. Just Google Monrock. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We have... uh, we have a live show coming up August 23rd in Glendale. We're going to be doing it every two weeks at the Alex Theater. Uh, come to the first one, August 23rd. Be good times. And, you know, subscribe to the rest of our podcast on Patreon. Patreon.com. I'll be at the unpops. Comedy Store tonight, and this comes out in two weeks. Thanks. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming out to see Mom Rock last night. All right, this was fun. Let's get out of here. Jess, say goodbye. Bye. Mon Rock, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bye.